Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Portions of the Oilers Now podcast are brought to you by ProAmSports.ca. 6.30 Chad and the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club present the show that is everything Oilers. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Managed print services to keep your printing costs down? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A on Oilers Radio. 6.30 Chad. The trade deadline has passed. However, trades will still be announced in the next hour or two. Nothing from the Edmonton Oilers today. Live from Rogers Place along with Rob Brown, I'm Reed Wilkins. Thanks a lot for tuning in. It is 106. Oilers now presented by Digitex. Ched uses Digitex for their copiers and printers, and the service is excellent. The regular host in this time slot, Oilers now, joining us on the phone now from San Jose. Bob Stoffer checking in. Bob, well, we're waiting to see here about a, a potential trade or trades, I guess, if, if the Oilers are going to do anything, announce anything here. Patrick Maroon, a lot of the speculation around him. What sense are you getting now, Bob, that uh, nothing doing with Maroon to this point? Well, nothing doing to, with Maroon to this point. So, you know, read between the lines there. I mean, uh, look at the price point that uh, Thomas Vanek out of Vancouver got. I mean, and I will remind people again that we were in the air for an hour uh, two years ago when the orders acquired Patrick Maroon. But there is a distinct possibility he has not been moved. Hey, Bob, if he doesn't get moved and he doesn't sign, is that a wasted opportunity for, for Peter Shirelli? I think it also might send a message, frankly, to Patrick Maroon. I mean, um, you look at the Buffalo Sabres, Rob, and what they were attempting to get for uh, what they were attempting to get for Evander Kane, and they don't even have a guaranteed number one there. I mean, the San Jose Sharks can walk on Evander Kane here at the uh, at the end of the season, and it's a second round draft choice for a rental price. And with all due respect to Patrick Maroon, uh, Vander Kane has put up numbers without playing with Connor McDavid. So, uh, you know, again, I, I'd i like to tell you, I know for 100%, I, I would say right now it's strongly looking like, uh, oh, there we go, McDonough, just now to Tampa Bay. I thought Tampa Bay might be the one team late that could get in the party because uh, Steve Eisenman is fast illustrating on a daily basis that he's the guy. And both Bob McKenzie and Elliot Friedman reporting Ryan McDonough has been traded to Tampa Bay. And I thought the Oilers would be a secondary fallback. That's why I read I put the tweet out three days ago about other dominoes needing to fall because uh, it was specific for Maroon. 
uh, given the amount of uh, extensive scouting that they did uh, of them over the final month of the uh, going into the deadline here. But uh, you know, and and so that's that's the only situation. I mean, what's the return for Ryan McDonough to go to Tampa Bay? Guys, Tampa Bay has to shave significant salary. So are we talking about potentially, uh, you know, Nemestikov plus plus, meaning prospects and picks? Are we talking Tyler Johnson, who does not have a no movement clause? Um, so we'll see. I mean, again, uh, two years ago uh, there was an issue with the amount of trades that were coming in right at the uh, deadline. But it, you know, I have nothing at this stage to be honest with you. I'm not going to tap dance around it. Um, and Do we'll you- see. Do you think, Bob, with with the teams nowadays, this year especially, that what they've seen in the past where, I mean, guys are giving away first-round draft picks like Candy at the deadline, and maybe the lack of success or teams making those trades for the that gives up part of their future for something that doesn't work out, do you think the GMs nowadays are a little less uh, wanting to, to, to get a rental and give up a premium, and now they're just saying, all right, we'll, we'll take you, we'll take your rental, but you we're not even going to come close to what you're asking for? Yeah, I, I think a couple things. I think that if you know for sure you're going to be in the Final Four, you make the move, okay? And the reason why is there's a cutoff point, about 23 overall, Rob, where there's no difference between a pick between 24 to 30, mm-hmm. or now 31, and a pick that's in the second round in terms of the chances for success. But that cutoff is at the 23 or 24 point. So uh, I... Wow, now I'm getting another text here from somebody. So just, uh, (laughs) anyways, uh, yes, I think that there's some reluctance. You're not moving. If you're not going to make the playoffs, uh, you're not moving. uh, Obviously, a first-round pick, that's a given, unless you can get a hell of a player back for uh, a long-term run. You've got a lottery protective pick. For those teams like Tampa that know they're there, Absolutely, uh, you know you can move out of number one because you're looking at a pick 27, 28, 29, 30, 31 in that range. Okay, uh, so Ryan, you guys just could you guys keep me on uh, hold here? Yeah, and let me just look into something. Okay, thanks. Yeah, for sure, absolutely. <laughs> Live radio. Well, his Uber is ready. <laughs> All right, so McDonough to uh, Ryan McDonough from the Rangers to Tampa Bay. So they still get a, a pretty solid defenseman. It, it, a lot of uh, people out of Ottawa. Sorry, Rob. Is that a trade right there? The Thomas uh, Thomas Detroit Tatar. Trades Thomas Tatar to Vegas for first, second, and third round picks. That is uh, that is Gord Miller's account. Seriously, Thomas Tatar is uh, for a first, second, and third. That's what it has. I'm shocked. Yeah. Like seriously, shocked. Thomas Tatar is not even a good player in Detroit anymore. <laughs> wow. Well, he's you not. Really feel. Well, no, but he's not. I, I, yeah, no, I don't understand that one at all. Well, Vegas has picks to spare. Well, they so do, but why. let's not throw them away. I'm gonna, I'm, okay, while you're doing this, I'm going to look up Thomas Tatar, how he's having, what kind of year he's having this year. Three years remaining, a uh, cap hit of over $5 million for Tatar and McDonough going to Tampa Bay. I have not seen a return yet there for the New York Rangers. Brenda, did you see anything on that? No? Okay. Thomas Tatar this year, 62 games, 16 goals, 28 points, minus 8. So you just gave up a first, a second, a third for a player who, in all honesty, has underachieved the, the last few years. 
first this year, second next year, and a third in 2021. That's what Pierre Lebrun is reporting that Vegas gives up for Tatar. You know what's funny is when Vegas started their season, they were they had a lot of draft picks and, and a lot of guys that they picked up in, in the expansion draft that they picked up for the sole purpose of moving at the trade deadline. But the way their season has gone, and it has been a magical run in Vegas, they've gone from being a team that would be shedding players and trying to accumulate draft picks going forward to a team that just gave up three draft picks for a Thomas Tatar. All right, it sounds like Eric Carlson will not be moved by the Senators, but we'll, uh, we'll keep an eye on that. And apparently there is a lot to this Ryan McDonough deal. Because all we've seen so far is Ryan McDonough to the Tampa Bay Lightning, but uh, Elliot Friedman and John Shannon both saying that this could be a big one. So this could be interesting to watch. Um, just trying to see if there's anything updated here. Not yet. All right. Also, Josh Juris, Josh Juris goes from Carolina to Pittsburgh. It's funny. You and I both had to look up where Josh Juris played this year. <laughs> well, I, I, I always pictured him in a red uniform. It was but, red. But I knew he played for Calgary before. Okay, so uh, Bob's back, and it looks like this. apparently this Ryan McDonough deal could be a pretty big one, Bob. Not sure what's going back to the Rangers. Well, He's got a $4.7 million cap hit, so there's got to be some money going the other way. Tyler Johnson does not have a no-movement. His no-movement clause doesn't click kick in on July 1st. Remember that happened with Pijnovsky when he got moved to Edmonton. Uh, I don't think it would necessarily be him. Some people have mentioned Nemenstikov. I don't think it would be Sergachev. Though, Rob, I'll ask you this. If you could turn Jonathan Duran, who's not a center, um, into... Uh, uh, into circuit or for, for, uh, flip him for circuit shop and then turn around and get McDonough. Maybe you would do that. My guess is it's a combination of a forward. Uh, yeah, I mean it might be like Slater Kuko and a guy like Nemenstikov and then a couple picks to the number one and then they turn around. Um, as it stands right now, uh, and, and that, that's why I've always wondered about Tampa. I know we, we've mentioned Tampa over and over again. Pat Verbeek, uh, Jerry O'Flaherty have seen the orders multiple times. Again, as of right now, not that I know of in terms of anything involving Edmonton from a Patrick Maroon perspective, but that there's still uh, moves coming in, teams getting uh, depth moves. Darren Drager reporting Joe Morrow, who's a Tofield product, uh, going to the... Uh, Winnipeg Jets for a fourth-round pick. There's a depth guy. Calgary just picked up uh, Nick Shore. Um, okay, I guess if that's going to help out Calgary. I mean, Mark Spector just of, says Maroon has been traded. He has been traded? Yep. So we'll keep an eye on that. Mark Spector. Right, to the Devils, that? according to Shannon. Okay. Maroon to the Devils. Well, I'm guessing Taylor... So looking at the prospects back. there. Hey, Bob, never did we... You talked about McDonough and Sergachev. There's not a chance I would trade that young defenseman. Not a right. chance. He could be. A, he could become a superstar for many, many. But you years. Would see, and they got Rob. They got Slater, Kuko. They got who's not panned out. Uh, wow, surprised. Surprised that it's New Jersey. Maybe we shouldn't be. There's been a couple deals with New Jersey. Uh, a couple big ones, right? Patrick Maroon and Taylor Hall can go fight for uh, ice time on the left side. I, I think I know who's going to play yeah, on the first I, line yeah, right now. I, I, I don't so. think it's going to be much of a fight. <laughs> Although, uh, if it was a fist fight, I got my money on Maroon in that one. All right, so there's yeah. the latest Oilers activity. Uh, several uh, big names in the media reporting that Patrick Maroon has been traded yeah. to the New Jersey Devils. So obviously you guys could figure out what I needed to step away there for a couple moments. 
Okay, and apparently the uh, Ryan McDonough deal going from the New York Rangers to the Tampa Bay Lightning is a big one. We're still waiting on uh, details here. Obviously, we're past the deadline, but now a lot of things are are, uh, are being announced. Yep. One thing that, that is, is on line right now is Vegas tried but couldn't land Carlson. Yeah. Can you imagine that one? Like Vegas, again, a team that was supposed to be on the outside of the playoffs and many picked near the bottom of the standings were one of the teams who was trying to get Eric Carlson. I think he would have liked Vegas. Well, especially when you're fighting for first overall in your uh, first year in the NHL. That tends to make you a pretty popular team. Okay, it's 117. Patrick Maroon to the New Jersey Devils. We are waiting on, on an official announcement from the Edmonton Oilers, but several media reporting this, and we have not heard what is coming back the other way. We'll have an update for you when we get back. Oilers now, live from Rogers Place, special trade deadline coverage. When you want to fly your Oilers colors with fan gear or outfit your fan cave, there's only one place. ProAmSports.ca Jerseys, apparel, headwear, and memorabilia from your favorite players and teams. Whether it's the NHL, the CFL, the NFL, MLB, or more, ProAm Sports are your fan cave specialists. And if it comes with a ProAm Sports certificate of authenticity and hologram, you know it's 100% authentic, hand-signed memorabilia. So no matter who you cheer for, ProAm Sports has got your guy. Visit their Edmonton Showroom on St. Albert Trail. Fill your fan cave at proamsports.ca. That's proamsports.ca. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. All right, thanks for joining us. So, Patrick Maroon on his way to the New Jersey Devils. So, they also added Michael Grabner a few days ago, and Taylor Hall obviously has been on fire for the Devils lately. Nothing confirmed yet on what the Oilers are going to be receiving from uh, the Devils. I would guess uh, a pick and or a prospect probably makes sense given some of the things we have seen going down here at the trade deadline. Reed Wilkins, Rob Brown, live at uh, at Rogers Place. So, I, I mean, look, this was the uh, one name we were waiting on all day. I know there was... Uh, a lot of talk about maybe uh, Tampa Bay, St. Louis, obviously. Maroon is from there. Uh, Winnipeg's been loading up, though they added Paul Stastny earlier. So it looks like Maroon to uh, the New Jersey Devils. And uh, there's a lot out there right now that we, we can't confirm. So we're not going to list all, we're not going to go through every speculation about what player or prospect might be coming back. But Maroon uh, is uh, is moving on. So he'll be, uh, I mean, with, with Hall there, obviously, in New Jersey doing so well, I don't think he'll be uh, relied on like he was being in Edmonton to be a, a primary scorer or even a top secondary scorer. He'll be a little more depth. Well, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what comes back. This is what's so funny right now. These trades are being made, and no one knows. They just know one guy's going, and now you got to guess what's coming back, what's going on with the McDonough trade. That's the one that everyone's going to be talking about here in a little bit. Uh, the Oilers needed to move their assets. They're not in a position to be able to hold on to their assets. They have to move them, get something coming back, and it'll be interesting to see what we what we can talk about. All right. Bob? Uh, yeah, it looks like a third and a prospect. I don't know who the prospect is right now, and they didn't have a third in this year's draft, so it's got to be a 2019 third. Um, again, I do not have the prospect, but uh, it's a combination of prospect and picks. Okay, so the, there you go, a third-round pick. So uh, the third-rounder in 2019, 
So they also got that for Brandon Davidson. And these are picks that, as Peter Shirelli said on Friday, that he would use draft picks at, at this year's draft to trade for current players. So I guess even if they were 2019s, he would have the option of doing that. And uh, an unnamed prospect. At the moment, an unnamed well, prospect. Well, he actually has a name. We just don't well, know. Well, yes. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, Rob. Thanks for that, uh, You're that clarity. That's why I'm here to analyze. Uh, some other notes here. Now uh, things are starting to file in. Uh, the Flames get Nick Shore from the Ottawa Senators. That'd be a depth pick for, or a depth player for the, for the Flames as they try to continue their march to the Stanley Cup playoffs. Canadians trading defenseman Joe Morrow to the Jets for a fourth-round pick. Uh, I believe the Canadians also picking up defenseman Mike Riley from the Minnesota Wild. Thomas Tatar, as uh, Rob and I were touching on earlier, goes from Detroit for Vegas for a first-rounder in 2018, a second in 2019, and a third in 2021. Well, when you have a lot of draft picks, and Vegas had a lot of draft picks over the next three years, you're able to make trades, and they uh, they got a little more offensive and a little more skilled. Okay. And earlier today... Evander Kane going to San Jose for a couple of picks and Dan O'Regan. Well, that's kind of neat, and Bob's talked about it because it said a conditional first-round pick. And the way that Bob explained it to us is if they do not re-sign Evander Kane, that first-round pick becomes a second-round pick, and then that trade, to me, looks better when it becomes a second-round pick instead of first. All right, so the Oilers, uh, as expected, dealing the two, their two most prominent unrestricted free agents. Mark Letestu yesterday going to Nashville for Pontus Aberg, and then Letestu was traded by Nashville to Columbus. Aberg, a fast player, has shown goal-scoring prowess in the AHL, has yet to transfer to the NHL, but uh, certainly at the very least his speed should help the Edmonton Oilers. He's expected to debut tomorrow night against the San Jose Sharks, and now Patrick Maroon traded to the New Jersey Devils for... For, uh, according to Bob, a third-round pick and a prospect, though uh, we don't have a name on the prospect. So that's where we're at here with uh, with Patrick Maroon being dealt, who was originally acquired by the Oilers from Anaheim at the trade deadline two years ago for a fifth-round pick and uh, Martin Gurnat. So, I mean, it was a low uh, a low buy on, on Maroon, and they got a huge, huge, huge year out of him last year. Obviously, he hasn't been able to score at the same rate as he did uh, this season as last season. Well, he's going to have an opportunity to, to finish off this year and put some numbers up as he's an unrestricted free agent. He's looking for that big contract. Uh, maybe his last opportunity at the big contract. Uh, he's going to a team. He's going from a team that is well out of a playoff spot to a team that uh, has had a resurgence and, and should be uh, a playoff team. Uh, he's he's got uh, somebody that he knows there in a Taylor Hall, and uh, you would think that the New Jersey Devils over the last few days had gotten better. They were a team that's been playing very well, and then you add uh, a little bit of scoring touch and some size in Maroon, and you add some scoring touch and a lot of speed in Grabner. Do we have more from Bob here, Brendan? Okay, no problem. All right, so we'll keep an eye on that one. We're a little bit in suspense here about what the Oilers are getting for Maroon. It sounds like at the very least a third-round pick, and uh, Bob Stoffer also reporting a, uh, a prospect. It'd be interesting if... It'd be interesting if they got just a pick for Maroon and got a player <laughs> for Latestu because we thought it was going to be the other way around. Uh, we did, uh, but then again, well, uh, it's hard to even 
talk about it because you don't know what you're getting yet. So uh, they needed to move those two players. They moved the two players. They're getting assets coming back, and that's what this trade deadline was about for the Edmonton Oilers. All right, we'll uh, continue keeping an eye on this, and uh, hopefully uh, if there is a player coming back for Patrick Maroon, we'll get to know him a, a little bit better. Eric Carlson sounds like that's uh, that's done, uh, not traded by the uh, Ottawa Senator. So John Shannon, who we had on the show earlier, he uh, he nailed that one. There was a lot of speculation. Some people convinced that Carlson would be moving on. Looks like he's staying in Ottawa. Well, if I guess they wanted to have fans in the stands for the remainder of the season. So good move on Ottawa's part. And we're still waiting for the full details on the trade between the Tampa Bay Lightning and the New York Rangers. It uh, looks like Ryan McDonough and JT Miller are going to Tampa Bay. Haven't seen what's going back, uh, but uh, a lot of uh, reporting that it is significant. Well, would it be? I don't. I don't think it would be Steven Stamkos or uh, Nikita Kucherov. <laughs> well, that, that defense just got better in, in Tampa. I mean, you, you start with Hedman. And you're adding a McDonough. Uh, the Tampa Bay Lightning are all in this year, and they should be because they've got a very good hockey club before this trade deadline. It may, it may now be just a third rounder coming back from a room. That's what the Don't trade see any prospect is. listed. So, uh, you know, obviously the Oilers will announce this officially at some point, or the Devils will. But at this point, it just says a third-round pick. We'll keep an eye on that. A lot going on now. Reed Wilkins, Rob Brown at Rogers Place. Special trade deadline coverage on Oilers Radio 630 Chad.